Welcome to a new episode of It Be Your Own People, a new podcast about what's going on in pop culture and being a POC in today's social environment. Because sometimes it be your own people. Maybe it's your brother, sister, or friend. Karen at the job or Karen next door. A leader of the movement you thought you could trust. Most of the time, it's somebody you already know. Beware the wolves, y'all. And now more than ever, people are showing you who they really are. And you need to know who you can trust. It's time for yet another episode of the Be Your Own People. Let's get into our cocktail of the day. I'm having an espresso martini. Sally girl, what you have? We vibing. We on the same crew. My no drinking month is over, so I am having a coffee, but I'm having it with all the things, the tequila, the vodka, the Baileys, all the alcohol. Oh, I like that. You see, we always on the same wavelength. So now let's get into, let's discuss. So, you know, it's funny. I saw this question somewhere and I was just dying laughing all over the place. So I figured let's talk about it. Do penises have a shelf life? What are your thoughts? <laughs> like elf on the shelf. Like I use one and then I put it up. And then if I haven't used it in a while, it's no good anymore. Exactly. I would say it depends. Like if it's not giving what it's supposed to be giving, then you don't even have to worry about it. Not having a shelf life because it needs to be out on the curb. Ooh, child. I mean, let's play devil's advocate. Most women, you know, they say, oh, she's been with a lot of men, you know, this and that, making it seem as though, like, we can get worn out. So, I mean, maybe if men have been around and around and around the block, maybe they should take a little backseat, too. Just saying. Just a thought. Um, yes, and they can, and we're talking to you. You could use a real break. Not that fake celibacy stuff that you was doing over uh, Christmas. But you know what I can't stand that he says? He said that he has unprotected sex with women he wants to have a baby with. And I'm just like, what? I didn't like that. That makes no sense. He rude. So that means there are tons of other women that he's out there doing at the same time. Mm, let's move on. So your husband shoots up a car with your sister and your mom in it? Oh, hell no. What? I mean, at this point, I don't even have to worry about him not being my husband anymore. He needs to worry about not being able to breathe anymore. I feel you on that one. Agreed. So I need to understand. Actually, I don't. There is no context in which I could understand why you just walk up to my mama's car and shot her and my sister up. Like, no. Did she try to shoot you? Was it self-defense? And if in that case, what did you do to deserve it? Exactly. All I know is if that happens, he has a death wish. Um, several death wishes at that point. So how about you're getting ready to visit your friend for a fun weekend. You've been working hard, girl. You've been doing all the things, running around, doing all the jobs right. And you really just want to let loose and be with your girl. Your friend is a single mother. And then she gets mad that you won't babysit so she can go on her date with her boo. No, ma'am. I don't care how great of friends we are. I'm here to hang out with you, girl. Now, the fact that you have your own plans and you want to do things with your man and them or that you're a single mom, that's on you, boo. Like, they're babysitters, but I came here to have a fun weekend with you. And you know what the fun weekend can include your kid. Do you see what I'm saying here? Exactly. Like, if we're that great of friends where I'm coming there to visit you, why wouldn't I think that we would include the baby in our fun activities? Assuming, let's say that if I'm coming to visit you, I'm guessing this is a friend you haven't seen in a hot minute. Why would you schedule a date with your boo who you might foreseeably see on the regular on the same weekend that I'm there? 
I don't know about all that. What I said is if you wanted to just be us having a good time, don't expect me to babysit. If you wanted me to babysit, then you asked me that ahead of time. Don't assume these things. That's the other thing too. Like a closed mouth, don't get fed. You could have just asked, but don't get mad because I came here thinking I'm going to have fun. And really you're having fun while I'm at home with the baby. That part. So now what about, uh, at what point do you think it's a good time to take a break from the Casamigos? Cause baby, sometimes it hits hard. Listen, we've all been there. We've all had those moments where you wake up the next day or the next day after the next day and you can't remember where you've been at, who you were talking to or what you were wearing. I saw this post on IG where this man wakes up. I guess he must have had a good old time at the bowling alley because when he woke up in his bed, he still had on the bowling shoes from the alley. Listen, we have all been there. There are times when I'm like, damn, how did I get home? Um, I know I got home and you try to remember and it takes you the whole day to number one, feel better. Number two, remember all the things. Number three, like you knew you were safe. So that was never in question, but that's when it's time to take like at least a month or two or so off of whatever you was drinking or drinking period. You know what I mean? Yeah. A good breather, a good time for you to pace yourself in between parties and stuff like that. That don't hurt nobody. And honestly, it could be a good potential for growth. Let's get into what the fuck news so for this what the fuck news we had to do it again we're doing a what the fuck florida because they're just doing way too much and accomplishing nothing in that state that should just fly away we see a video on instagram recently where a miami driver runs into a restaurant killing one person while trying to parallel park what make it make sense yeah, so an elderly woman was attempting to parallel park, but instead she crashed her car into an outdoor cafe of a restaurant. Now somebody's dead and six people are in the hospital all because you're trying to park. I just cannot. I just don't understand. Like, I am, I know that New York City drivers like to shit on out of state drivers for not knowing how to parallel park. But I really need to know what in the right mind this woman was thinking, because for her to run into this outdoor area she had to skip the whole curb the whole sidewalk girl to go into the outdoor area and then run into parts of the wall of the restaurant and you know a three-year-old suffered injuries in that tragic accident as well it only makes sense because it's florida but let's move on some crazy ass florida woman throws her ex-boyfriend's dog off the seventh floor balcony what that poor dog got to do with it this is just beyond awful because you know that dog was probably sitting there minding his own business wanting to know who is this crazy lady i mean this 46 year old florida woman has been arrested on animal cruelty charges after she went up to her ex-boyfriend's house they had broken up back in february but she went over there allegedly smelling of alcohol and being very verbally aggressive towards the ex-boyfriend he asked her to leave, but she refused. And instead, she picked up the damn dog and threw it over the balcony. The dog fell seven stories. Oh, no, ma'am. A woman scorn, you must watch out. We should never take it out on children or animals. They didn't do anything to deserve it. If your man was trash or ended, let it be, boo. But leave them dogs and them babies alone. And a poor little pug, too. Just awful. Speaking of awful, Governor Rick DeSantis is seen yelling at a group of students for wearing masks at a public speaking event. Child, he just likes to be the Grinch who stole all the joy out of everything and everybody. 
So the Florida governor screamed at a group of high school students for wearing face masks, calling it COVID theater. He kept telling them to remove their masks, even though the event was held in a part of Florida where the CDC still recommends indoor masking. My thing is, if people want to wear their masks, let them be. If they want to continue to be safe in that way, let them be. A lot of states and cities are dropping their mask mandates. But if anyone else should feel free to do so, keep that on. Like now I'm just going to feel weird going back to normal, not wearing masks. How am I just supposed to do that? Exactly. And how are these children wearing masks possibly hurting you in any way, shape or form? And honestly, if you're going to be around a bunch of high school students, you may want to wear a mask because COVID are not the only germs that travel around people. Very true. Now, Florida teacher, she left the classroom in a stretcher, honey, after being beat up by a five-year-old. What? All I'm going to say is the five-year-olds are not built the same these days. You know, the chicken and all the other food, preservatives. Was that a five-year-old or a 15-year-old? That's what I want to know, because sometimes these kids be out here taller than me, and I'm thinking they're grown-ass people, and they're like six or seven years old. This teacher is now hospitalized after a five-year-old student hit her with his fists and feet after he was sent to another cool-down room for getting into an altercation with another four-year-old. So this is just like a whole aspect of aggression, anger, frustration, possibly maybe not having enough ass whoopings. I don't know, girl. All those things. But an officer walked into the classroom and found the teacher sitting on the floor against the wall. She said that she was feeling faint, weak, and dazed before she started coughing and dry heaving. The student is facing a charge of aggravated assault with hands, fists, and feet. Now, this is just sad at five. What is going on in the home when a five-year-old feels like this, this is okay to do to an adult, an authority figure in the classroom? Mm, that part. I need to know what, what the parents doing. But also, that's crazy. This is why I don't deal with young kids of that age. Uh, you know, I teach 19, 20-year-olds because if something happens, oh, you will be charged as an adult because I'm going to beat that ass. Because if you throw it hands, I'm throwing hands. But a five-year-old, what you going to do? It's time for... Regular Degular News. So, Sally, hold, hold your stomach. Hold your drink. Tell me how a man on the New York City subway platform smeared dookie on a woman oh hell no say what no Mm-mm. it happened nope nope that is not the shit show i'm signing up for it nope a man smeared poop on a woman's face inside of a guess where girl where a bronx subway station see florida we let you off the hook a little bit because we want a little light on that news today but bronx we coming for you next so a 43 year old man was sitting on a bench with a bag that he had been walking around with and apparently according to videos he walked up to this woman and smeared he didn't even say anything to her he just smeared dookie on her face and the back of her head i mean Imagine just sitting there, standing there, waiting for the train, and somebody just comes up and smears a bag of shit, actual literal shit on your face. You can come pick me up from the precinct with some bail money because that is where we are ending up at. The hell? I have no words for every day is a different crazy story in New York City, especially in the transit system. And this is by far the most disgusting. But I will say that the positive side is she's alive. You know what I mean? She is alive, but you know, this is why my mom used to always get on me about falling asleep on the train, even though that's where I used to get the best train naps. But stuff like this, mm, I'm gonna have to get me some super HD glasses because no, we ain't doing that.
See, but that's the thing. She wasn't asleep. She was minding her own business, waiting for the damn train like anybody else. She was alert. This man was walking by. You know what's even crazier is after this man got arrested, they released him and then he went on Facebook bragging about how he got arrested and released. Disgusting. So now let's move on to yet another disgusting person. Greg Abbott has an issue with the parents of trans children. He's just a, a old miserable ass bitch, just like Rick DeSantis. They can both break off from the United States for all I care. Because in this new legislation, he wants the parents to be seen as abusers for letting their children self-identify as trans and get the medical treatments to be able to identify as that gender. So Texas officials have actually already begun investigating parents of transgender adolescents for possible what they're calling it child abuse. According to a lawsuit filed, Governor Abbott directed them last week to handle certain medical treatments as possible crimes. That's crazy because if you are supporting your child in the journey that they want to go through and what they want to self-identify as, that is you and your child and your family's business, mm -hmm. nobody else. Exactly. The investigations are a result of an order from the governor claiming that parents who provide their transgender teenagers with puberty suppressing drugs or other medically accepted treatments, which doctors describe as gender affirming care, could be investigated as child abuse. Like, so I'm over here trying to support my children in the ways that I think they need support. And now you want to arrest me? Fuck off. Agree with you a thousand percent. F off. Now we're going to move on to a little bit lighter news, but still it's like, what is going on here? Top Chef contestant joins the latest new season on Bravo, knowing he recovered from COVID and lost his sense of taste and smell. Like you go on the show and your sole purpose is to cook good food. If you can't smell or taste it, oh, I'm not trusting you. That's literally the two things you need. Because we've seen blind contestants on these types of shows and go on to win it because they still have an amazing palate. But if you can't taste or smell, how do I know that you know how much salt is in your biryani? How do I know that you put the right amount of jalapeno? How do I know that you know the difference between salt and sugar, girl? So Los Angeles chef Jackson Cobb just joined. And on the first episode, it was a team challenge. So lucky enough, he actually had his team member taste his food. Honestly, they didn't know about the whole COVID situation. They probably were just thinking like, oh, okay, is everyone cool with this taste? And that's basically how it went. So I'm a little curious to see how the rest of the episodes in the seasons go when it's like a single challenge, you know? So the thing that also killed me was in his confessional, because at this point, no one had known that he doesn't have taste or smell. He asked in the confessional, does this make me an asshole for not telling his teammates that he can't have these senses? What do you think? Sir, if you ask him the question, that means that you is an asshole. That's what I said! Because I'm going to be damned if I'm paired with somebody that can actually bring me down. So I will taste, taste, taste everything. All right? But anyways, it looks like a good season, so I'm going to be watching. And now we're going to highlight the BAN of the week because bitch assness knows no bounds. Some miserable ass person who had the audacity to call our, our queen Riri for being late to a fashion show. That's why she clapped back at that ass. Yes. So let's take a minute and listen real quick. 
So as you can hear, Rihanna is showing up to the fashion show. Of course, she's a little late and somebody from the crowd yells, you're late. And what was her response, Sally? No shit. But she turned. It was the look. You know, we always going to get a face and a good read from Riri. She was walking. She slowed down a little bit. She turned over to the right and she looked at that hoe and said, no shit. My thing is, not only is she super pregnant and showing off her belly very amazingly, she is wearing heels and she's Rihanna. Are she going to show up fashionably late, but also as a pregnant woman in heels? You better mind your damn business. Also, how is my being late affecting you or your life in any way, shape, or form? Like, get out of my business. Mind the business that pays you because I'm over here minding my billions. Ooh, I like that. It's time for... We out here with it, baby. So, call me now. Miss Cleo is getting a documentary about her life. The documentary is going to explore the life and career of the woman who personified clairvoyance on screen. Oh, I can't wait to see this one. I'm actually really excited about this because you remember in high school, we used to run up and down them hallways, always saying that shit. And she really coined that phrase of call me now. Everyone knows who you're talking about when you say that, even if you don't actually want anybody to call you. But we also know that she claimed to be from Jamaica and she was very charismatic. She was also an actor, though. So we found out later on that it was, you know, all the fake and she worked for the Psychic Readers Network. Uh, So it's going to be quite interesting. And Miss Cleo passed quite some years ago, but this is still going to be a good watch. I would say that Miss Cleo was the one who set the stage and the foundation for these reality TV stars who be involved in frauds and scams and shit. So at least she is being honored with a story about her life. And now we're going to move on to even better news. The brat is Murray. Ooh, claps all around, claps all around. In addition to the fact that they are expecting a brand new bundle of joy, the brat and her fiance, Miss Jessica Judy Dupart, officially married in a very lavish ceremony in Georgia, girl. So I love that they both wore dresses, but the brat had like a tuxedo type dress. This was very much in good taste. It showed both of their personalities. And I'm just happy that, you know, the brat got her happy ending. And guess who walked it down the aisle? Her oh. dude, Maine Dupree, because we all know that her father passed a long time ago. Oh, that's so cute. Another touch that I really like that they did with the wedding is they showed up in a horse-drawn carriage, giving very Black Cinderella vibes. Ooh, I like that. I like that. The legend, the man, James Earl Jones, will be getting a Broadway theater named after him. This is so fucking amazing. I love this. The Schubert Organization announced that the 110-year-old court theater on 48th Street will, in fact, become the James Earl Jones Theater in recognition of Mr. Jones' lifetime of immense contributions to Broadway and the whole artistic community. I mean, his voice is just so iconic. That, like, there, There's only few people in the industry with iconic voices that you hear and you automatically think of them. He's one of them. I'm going to have to start setting up my tickets and such and seeing what shows will be playing at the new James Earl Jones Theater because I will be patroning that establishment. 
And of course, again, we love our girl, Riri. So her charitable foundation, the Clara Leone Foundation, recently donated $15 million to Black POC, LGBTQ+, and women-led nonprofits focused on environmental justice. I love all the hats that Rihanna wears. So she's not just a megastar. She's not just a super billionaire business mogul, but she also gives back in the ways that matter to the people that matter to her. She recently committed all this money to 18 organizations working on climate change justice across the U.S. and also the Caribbean because, you know, she never forgets about her Bayesian people. Along with all this, I can't wait to see her add mom to that hat because she's going to have her daughter being just daughter or son. I love how I just made it seem like she was having a daughter. Right. She's going to make her child to have be such a bomb ass person and be involved in all the things that she's involved in. OK, that baby going to be born a billionaire with businesses. Let's get into these good watches, y'all. Check this out. The stars have a lie tree and we are getting a very much anticipated reunion from some, one of our favorite black shows growing up. Which one? Girl, it's Martin in the house. What's up? Yeah, so excited for this. BET Plus will host a cast reunion special this summer to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the former Fox comedy. Oh my goodness. Who's going to be there? Girl, Tisha Campbell going to be there, which I am shocked, but very pleasantly surprised. Tashina Arnold, even though she has always been involved in all the things and doing all the entertainment for us. And Carl Anthony Payne are set to appear with other guests that are going to be announced later. And of course, we can't forget about Martin. But Tommy, uh, you know, unfortunately, he passed a few years ago. So we are excited to see how the cast gets together and talks about the past 30 years and how iconic their show has been to the people. And maybe we'll finally get an answer to the age old question. What does Tommy do for a living? We ain't got no job, man. <laughs> No, we ain't going to get that. Actually, I hope they stay, you know, really light on him because he's not there and it's sad. I know. So but we're going to move on, Mary J. Blige. She's producing Real Love. Tell us about that. So Mary J. Blige has re-teamed with Lifetime to executive produce Real Love, a new original film inspired by her hit 90s song of the same name. Everybody in their grandmama, their mama, their uncle, and their daddy know this song for real. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be a coming of age romantic drama that's centered around Kendra, who sets off on her own for the first time to a college in upstate New York. And she's determined to focus on her studies. But then she meets, hello, none other than her real love. So I can't wait to see how all this takes place. And again, Lifetime is snagging all these really good movies and documentaries and all the, okay, Lifetime, I thought it was just about trash TV. Right? They're really stepping it up. And when I was reading the description for this movie, I felt like this was very much about me moving up to a college in upstate New York determined to focus on my studies. I feel like this is a little bit of everybody. And that's the thing about a really good movie is that you can see yourself in it. Even if you haven't watched a movie yet, you just see the description. You're like, whoa, this is me. So I can't wait for them to make it happen. And now we're going to talk about The Dropout on Hulu. It is the story of Elizabeth Holmes, played by Amanda Seyfried, and Theranos, an unbelievable tale of ambition and fame gone terribly 
terribly wrong. I haven't started watching this yet, but it's definitely on my list because I got super hooked on the podcast that talked about this white woman pulling the wool over everybody's eyes, saying that she could come up with some medical marvel and then did not deliver on anything, girl. The first three episodes are out on Hulu and I have watched it. And ooh, child, I'm telling you, only a white woman dropout from Stanford after really only finishing her first year and a half because she was a sophomore when she dropped out, to start a huge company that I guess gained over 900 something million dollars mm-hmm. to do really great testing off of lies. Like you produce nothing, but you got all of these big investors on your side. How in the world? Why am I over people? here singeing my eyebrows off trying to get this PhD? 900 something million dollars. And she was able to talk her way into getting exactly what she needed. And she delivered not a damn thing, but the story is good. And the lies is just lying. I'm gonna definitely get into that for real. And moving on to a good read that we have for y'all. Wahala. You really got to watch out for some of them people that call themselves your friends, girl. Mm -mm. So it's a story of female friendship amongst three Anglo-Nigerian best friends. And as a fourth, uh, the glamorous but conniving woman named Isabel infiltrates their group. Mm Got to watch out for the newbies. Yep. Mm -hmm. As the women navigate new relationships, career challenges and children, the chaos surrounding Isabel grows until the group's lives, both individually and together, are torn apart. You got to watch out for them sheeps and wolf clothing. Oh, no. You got to watch out for them wolves and sheep clothing. Oh, this sounds good. I also really want this to be a TV show or a movie. because That I part. Would... But now for another good read. Viola Davis's memoir is called Finding Me. And it's coming out next month, y'all. I'm so excited for this. Oscar and Tony winner Davis reflects on family, love, motherhood, and acting. The book follows her trajectory from childhood to her Hollywood stardom. And through all the trials and tribulations she's been through, Viola gives us an unvarnished chronicle of hard-won, well-earned success. She has definitely earned the respect and accolades and all the roses coming to her. I'm telling you, anyone that can make me love a snot cry... You know, I'm on your side, girl. Anything Viola Davis, I love. Now, from good read to good watch, what is Will Smith into again? Will Smith and his production company, Westbrook Productions, are out here just creating gems out of everything, girl. He and David Oyelowo partner up to produce and adapt Onika and the Academy of the Sun on Netflix. This book has been described as kind of like a Black Panther meets X-Men or Percy Jackson type of flick. Mm, It sounds good. I can't wait to see that one, too. It's that time again. The sad blackity black ass truth. So African migrants report racism and hostility as they leave in the aftermath of the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Oh, it's so damn sad. This is just a perfect indicator of how racism doesn't stop for war. It doesn't stop for famine. It doesn't stop for invasion. It don't stop for shit. Thousands of African immigrants have joined the throngs of Ukrainians trying to flee the country. But several say that they have been facing immense amounts of red tape and discrimination and looking for a safe space. Which is just so sad. So Alexander Sumto Ora 
He's 25 and he was among thousands of people crowding a Kaviv train station Friday. He was hoping that he and his friends could get to where they were going safely to the Polish border. And Ora said that officials won't allow the group of Africans to board the train out of the region. Now, what kind of bullshit is that? Mm-hmm. In an interview, he talks about how the soldiers at the borders claim that it's the priority is giving is going to Ukrainians. And he says, you say Ukrainians only, but I don't see you checking any passports. I see you picking the white people only. The train was not filled before they left, but they never even picked us. And it's just so sad. So we've seen videos on social media that is showing exactly this. And they're threatening to shoot group of African students, a woman shielding an infant from the cold, officials chasing groups of people and people reported are stranded in Ukraine. And this is all witnessed on the social media videos. Just, I mean, the whole thing is appalling. And you're right. That doesn't matter if war is happening. Racism is always going to be very prevalent. And it's crazy because we're almost at the precipice of a World War Three. And you would think that the priority would be to get all innocent lives to safety. Like this is not the time to start with the colonial capitalist bullshit. And now time for that. Celeb News Reality Roundup. Before we get into the messy mess mess, unfortunately, we do have some sad news to share which is Good Times actor Johnny Brown has passed away at the tender age of 84. Now, Johnny Brown, a.k.a. Bubble Butt. Oh, man, he was such a funny character on the show. I love that show. My parents watched that growing up. So when me and my siblings were growing up, we watched it with them on the tapes, you know, the VHSs. And I just love his character on the show. He really brought, I think... You know, he was one of the few of the older crowd that's still around, aside from the father. And of course, we know Janet Jackson was like a baby. Yep. It was so sad to see this because I'm just like, okay, so 2022 just taking all the good, happy people down. Exactly. But RIP, he gave us a lot of laughs. Now we're going to move on to, I mean, did we really think this relationship was going to work, though? Girl, I was just like, oh, well, that took long enough. Because speaking of R.I.P., Raymond Santana is about to say R.I.P. to that merge of his to Delicious as they get ready to file for divorce. Now, again, I just saw Delicious as hopping on to someone who was in the limelight, as she always does. But Delicious claims that there was cheating involved. And so I think this is going to be a really messy divorce. But Raymond, you know you deserve better than that. They've already been messy on the social medias, posting stuff, deleting captions, re-uploading captions. Delicious wants everybody to know that she was not a gold digger, that she had her money beforehand. Blase, blase. So we shall see. Weren't they also on a season of Celebrity Marriage Boot Camp? No, it wasn't Celebrity Marriage Boot Camp. It was VH1's kind of like couples therapy. But they had only been married for like a year and they were already doing this group couples therapy stuff. Yeah, because they were trying to have a kid and she wanted more sex, you know, all the things. Mm. But what I will say is another couple who is happily going on the road to divorce, Kim K has been deemed a single woman. I'm so happy for her. Let's give some claps to that. I did see that she changed her name from Kim Kardashian West to just Kim Kardashian on all the socials. I'm happy for her. You know, it's like when a relationship is over, move on. And Kanye needs to stop. He is 
one mental person who needs a lot of help. But speaking of someone who needs help and got it, and now they are happy, who just got married? Girl, the conservatorship is over, and now Britney Spears is tied herself to her ball and chain new husband, Sam Asgari. I'm happy. She says she wants to have more children. She finally got married to this man. They've been engaged for a minute. So, Brittany, you know what? Go live your life and still continue to shit on your ancient sister who allowed your family and her to take advantage of you. And, you know, hopefully now that she's married, her Instagram posts will start to make a little bit more sense. Hopefully. Maybe. Speaking of people who got sisters that ain't shit, Meghan Markle is getting sued by who? Girl, her half-sister, Samantha Markle. Samantha Markle is out here trying to sue her for defamation after the Duchess claimed to be a quote-unquote only child. I mean, this girl has been grasping at straws since Megan made it onto the royal family scene. She was all butthurt and in her feelings about getting, I guess, passed over for the invite on the wedding. I don't see what the big deal is. Samantha Markle is her sister on her father's side, and Megan has talked about how she has a very estranged, if not non-existent relationship with her dad. My thing is, when somebody that you don't fuck with is constantly trying to grasp to anything to get your attention, it's like you are a grown woman. I could understand if younger, like teenagers, early 20s people, you are a grown woman live your life and let this woman live her life. The fact that we know who she is because she is a black princess, please leave her the fuck alone. What are you doing? Just because y'all related doesn't mean that she got to fuck with you. She clearly made it very clear that she does not want to. So again, Samantha Markle, get a life. And speaking of get a life, Drake is trying to convince some stalker ass lady to get a life of her own as he files for a temporary restraining order against a woman who's been harassing him for almost five years now. That's a long time. How do you even have the time to continuously find out where he is? I guess his new, I don't know, number. Like that takes a lot for a celebrity to take time to put out a restraining order on you. I mean, she's also been doing all the things because it's not like, oh, I'm calling, I'm texting you and I'm showing up at all your venues. She was arrested back in 2017 for trespassing on his property over in Hidden Hills. She's also been accused of just like, always sending him emails she has shown up uninvited to private events that he had no idea how she would even find out like things that weren't even known to the public that's some true you stalker stuff right there that is some love level stalkering but not love in the way we know love love and like girl get a life take some lithium get institutionalized Hopefully this girl gets the hint. Drake, keep yourself safe, okay? And now somebody who likes to keep himself safe and his body right and tight. Russell Wilson says he spends a whopping $1 million on his body. He's an athlete and his body is his moneymaker. So do what you got to do. And he's not making that rookie contract money anymore. He's making money money. I get it. As an athlete, you need to do everything to stay in shape, especially when you have a baddie wife like Ciara and she's just born with a perfect body. But on top of that, you got to make money for your family. And if your body is your moneymaker, you got to take them hits. You got to make sure you're looking good. I get it, sir. A million dollars. Damn. Can you just give me like half of that? And, you know, I'll help you with the baby toe or whatever it is. I don't know. 
Right. I'm over here, like, really thinking that I'm stretching it thin by paying over $100 a month in CrossFit. And that doesn't even cover the taxes on what he spends for his body. But I also think that it's what you said. Like, he wants to keep it right for his wife because he recently took the opportunity to repropose to her and says that he wants more babies. See, this is why we always need that couple that is just so seemingly perfect you know nobody's perfect but if you're seemingly perfect I'm down for it we saw Sierra with future we saw her with the bottom of the barrel tragic the cutest baby and then she prayed and found her Russell Wilson we all want a Russell Wilson damn I love them yeah I need me that Sierra prayer like yesterday facts what is that prayer Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. take down notes I'm like, oh, okay so you keeping your body right you you loving on my kids right? you taking care of me okay 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 how many kids you want 10 20 30 40 kiki wyatt up in here that she gonna have them kiki wyatt level kids she sure will and now we're done with the celebrity mess but let's get into reality tv below deck sailing yachts oh it's on and popping so far i'm feeling the crew i just don't like miss big booze miss jugs what's her name ashley ashley you cannot be mad that you are the third stew you have the least amount of experience and you are throwing yourself at gary it is sad shamelessly like we get it you want more tv time because all the women who was hooking up with him last season got tv time but girl there's nothing about you that's hotter than the other women there like you're no better than anyone and you're not even doing your job right you can't even fold the sheets properly she got read the fuck down by old sloppy tommy because she wants to sit there and say oh but you're so young blah 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 go y'all are literally the same age yeah what's wrong with you I hate when people do that. It's like, if you have a preference, you have a preference, but don't go talking down to someone else just because you have your preference. Like you can say what you like without making someone else feel like shit. She is such a silly hoe. But I do like that chef though. Okay, chef. Yes, the chef, uh, that is part of my Ciara prayer. I'm having the Marcos prayer because I need that man in my life. Okay. Yes, and he's from Venezuela. He's Venezuelan, and also, I believe he said he was Italian, half Italian, half Venezuelan, but because of the conflicts that have been going on in Venezuela, he can't go back there to see his family. But listen, if you could get that Sierra prayer for this Venezuelan chef, honey, that food that he would be cooking, you would be cooking, your dad would be cooking, ooh, I will show up at every little dinner you have it. I will make the trip. Girl, and we on the same time schedule. He likes to wake up at 5.30 in the morning. I like to wake up at 5.30 in the morning. He likes to get all the things done. He be doing the baking, the cooking, the chopping. Like, that is just a match made in heaven. Listeners, let us get together and say the Selly Marcos prayer, okay? Please. Yes, we praying for that matchup. But what I will say is it's only been two episodes of Below Deck. And so far, it is all good. It is so much better than that tragic season we saw with Captain Lee and his Terrible, terrible people. So I'm looking forward to how good this season is. And we're going to move on to Peacock's Bel Air. Oh, it is so good. And first of all, I just want to say a phrase that I thought I would never say so many times in my life. Jeffrey the butler is so fine. He sure is. I love how Vivian's friends come over looking for Jeffrey. They're like, is Jeffrey here? That's what I'm looking for. 
they ready to open up the cleavage, you know, hike up the dresses. And he's really that bad man. Okay. He is uh, that type of, I don't have to get ready if I stay ready. Because there is nothing that Uncle Phil doesn't need him to get done that he already done did it. Yes. And now we see that Uncle Phil now has Lisa's dad as an opponent. So some things are going to go down there. Also, we see that Lisa's dad's fiance is a trifling little hoe. And Lisa's dad cheated before the mom died. We're getting a lot of little details here. Carlton is still crazy, sniffing the crack or whatever the fuck he's sniffing. Cracky Carlton. And Vivian, ooh, Michael Ely is coming for that ass. But he gonna have to get through fine-ass Uncle Phil first, girl. I know, but you when he walked in that room and he saw them at that moment, I was like, ooh, I could feel the tension, but I loved it. This is getting really, really good. And I hope Peacock get out here trying to play us with just a 10-episode season because I'm not having that. I know I'm real mad, but I do know that um, Westbrook, Will Smith's production company signed on with Peacock for two seasons. So we at least know that this will be two seasons just in case they don't get renewed, which I do not see happening. But I do hope that we have more than 10 episodes, like at least 15. At least. That's the least I could do, because this drama, this tea is too good for just a little 10 episode appetizer. Mm-hmm. And now let's talk about Top Chef. They are back at it again. They brought a whole bunch of new people in. And Dawn, Dawn was in the first episode with Padma. She had her fro looking right. She was looking really good. I almost had to like, oh, that's the same person from last season. So um, they all worked in pairs and it's a lot of diversity this season. You know, Top Chef is really one of those shows that is really true and sticking to like, hey, we said we're going to do it. We're going to show it. Not just for one season and one episode, we're going to show it throughout. So I like that they are showing the different chefs that have been on previously who are diverse. All that. I cannot wait to get into all these new tasty dishes and come up with some ideas for my own personal menu. And I can't wait to see how that uh, COVID-stricken chef who currently does not have taste or smell, I can't wait to see how he goes along this season. I cannot wait to see the hot mess that he about to put up where he confuses, like I said, the sugar and the salt. Because I'm an ancient person and this is a competition. If I knew that man could not taste. No. (laughs) No, you don't do that. Because we win... (laughs) Because we win because we are worth it and we earned it. We don't win because we're a little sneaky, sneaky. You know? uh, I guess it would depend on how much he pisses me off. Okay. All right. But we'll watch. All in all, ooh, that was a good reality roundup, girl. Let's stay tuned for some housewife snippets. If you want to hit us up to say hey or let us know about any It Be Your Own People moments, send us an email at ibyoppodcast at gmail.com. Hey, y'all. Don't forget to like and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Podcast. And that's all we have for you today on It Be Your Own People. Stay woke, stay alert, and tune in next time.